In this episode, I talk to Jeff McMahon about healthy lifestyle hacks for business hard hitters, because healthy people can generate healthy business results. Welcome to episode 96 of the Marketing, Protection and Finance podcast. Welcome. You're listening to the podcast for financial services professionals looking to share business ideas and inspiration in the world of marketing, protection and finance. So let's get on with the show. And here's your host, Roger Edwards. Welcome to the Empath Podcast. I'm Roger Edwards, a marketing guy from Edinburgh, talking to a wide range of guests about marketing topics, as well as issues and stories about all things finance. Thank you for downloading or streaming the show, whether you're listening to this in the car, on the train, on a plane, or on a treadmill. I really appreciate your support. Today, I'm talking to Jeff McMahon. Jeff is a fitness coach and entrepreneur who virtually trains some of the world's most successful business people. His degree is in pre-med, pre-farm, and Jeff is also dual certified in exercise science and sports medicine. He also has a black belt in taekwondo and certification in lifestyle and wellness. It's the summer special episode where we back off business a little and think about staying healthy at work. But you're also going to hear some great business tips as well from a guy who's built an international virtual fitness brand. We're going to talk about building a business through word of mouth, accountability and convenience, living life in the majority, healthy lifestyle tips, and the balance between cardio and resistance training. So let's get right into that interview here on the Marketing, Protection, and for this week only, Fitness Podcast. Jeff, welcome to the Empath Podcast. Hey, Roger. Thank you for having me today. I really appreciate it. And we're Skyping each other from fairly sizable distance. So tell me, where where am I Skyping you from today? I'm in Edinburgh, of course, Edinburgh, UK. And you are in the UK, and I am in Cincinnati, Ohio, Midwest of the United States. Wow. And hot at the moment, I expect. Yeah, it gets up to... Uh are you guys Fahrenheit or Celsius over there? Oh, we're Fahrenheit. Well, I'm Fahrenheit. A lot of people are Celsius, but Fahrenheit will do. <laughs> yeah, we're in the... 35 degrees Celsius, or like the 95 to 98 degree Fahrenheit. So. Wow, wow. I think it's about 71 here in Edinburgh today, so there's a significant oh, difference in temperature. <laughs> uh, Jeff, thanks for coming on the podcast. It's going to be really interesting to talk to you. Uh, as the listeners of the podcast know, once in a while, I like to do something a little bit off topic. So normally we're talking about marketing topics. Sometimes we're talking about issues and things that are happening in the finance industry in the United Kingdom and across the world but occasionally I like to talk about lifestyle I like to talk about health I like to talk about what people can do specifically business people who might be stranded at an office for most of their working day or, or, or working from a desk what they can do to maybe improve their lifestyle and make themselves a little bit healthier so it's uh, it's really good that you're you're on board to have a chat but before we get into all that Jeff tell me a bit about yourself what makes you tick yeah, um, I've gotten into the health industry about a decade ago and um, just fell in love with it right off the bat. I wanted to be a 
surgeon when I was growing up, but I'm colorblind and I found out I couldn't go to med school with my um, deficiency. Okay. So I transitioned into um, business and, you know, physical training, actually science. And once um, I got started, I, I found my true passion, which is helping people. So um, my biggest, you know, reason why every day is a fantastic day is because I get to go out and make people happy, you know, <laughs> fix their injuries, allow them to achieve goals they've never thought were possible and just see their smile on their face every day. So, so that's what I do six days a week. It's pretty awesome. You've actually got some fairly hard hitting clients, haven't you? Um, entrepreneurial names like John Lee Dumas, who runs a podcast called Entrepreneur on Fire. And of course, Chris Ducker, who runs the Upreneur community. So you obviously aren't flying around the world training these people. So you must be doing it virtually. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, about a year and a half ago, I reached out to Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income. And he was uh, mentioned on his podcast he wanted to train for a triathlon and I've trained dozens of athletes so I suggested that I train him virtually if he would be willing to take me up on my offer and he was and he rocked out two triathlons that year he had great results like 25 minutes faster than his goal time was he was 110 out of 1200 male contestants in this race um, he was you know beyond happy and since then you know John Chris uh, Jeff Wenberg from lead pages uh, Shannon Lavinia a bunch of Aaron Walker from view from the top a lot of other people have found out about virtual training and how they can stay healthy while working at home or working with a busy schedule and traveling and all that stuff. And how does virtual training work? I mean, in my head now, Jeff, I've got an image of you sat in a in in your gym with your iPhone and them sat in their gym with their iPhone and you're doing it over FaceTime. Is that how it works? Mostly, yeah. I mean, um, a lot of these people do it in their house because they are busy mm -hmm. entrepreneurs. And so it's easy to not have to wait in traffic, go to a gym, you know, all that kind of stuff that takes time away from your day. They have the equipment in their house, which isn't that much. It's usually a stability ball, some dumbbells and a kettlebell. Right. And we rock out workouts together so I can watch their form, show them their intensity, and then I send them workouts for when they're not with me so they know exactly what to do without having to think about it, uh, without stressing, doing research, you know, making sure their form's right, all that kind of stuff. So everyone has goals in their life as far as business, family, health, and with me helping with the health, the business and family is that much easier. Like they can play with their kids longer. They can have more energy to be more successful in their business, so on and so forth. So actually what you're doing is you're eliminating two of the, what I guess are the, the, the time-consuming elements of staying fit. The first one you've mentioned is the, the traveling to the gym. I mean, even with me, you know, I, I teach fitness classes and this morning I got stuck in traffic. It took me actually an hour and a half to get back from my class, um, which, which was excellent extremely annoying and if you're a busy person you don't want to be traveling and getting stuck in traffic so you've eliminated that problem for them the second thing of course is you've given them the program tailor-made to their own individual circumstances and therefore all they have to do is turn on their iphone you you facetime them and off you go it sounds like quite an interesting uh, model to be honest yeah it gives the two biggest needs of what people have and that's accountability and convenience when things are convenient, you're going to do it all day long. When you're being held accountable, you're going to get the results. Therefore, you're happy. Therefore, you're going to keep doing it. So um, 
that's, you know, that's what I've been going off of and, you know, going to continue to grow my business here on out. Accountability and convenience. I like that. That's going to be one of the bullet points on the show notes page. I can guarantee okay. it. So it's interesting that you're you're doing this work with some fairly high profile people, Jeff. You know, you've mentioned Pat Flynn there. You've mentioned Chris Ducker. How did you how did you start working with these people? Did you just phone them up and suggest it? Did they come to you? How do you promote your virtual fitness business? Yeah, um, I took a page out of the Gary Vaynerchuk book. And, you know, I didn't have a lot when I started my business. So what I did have was my time and knowledge. So I offered Pat nine months of my training for free to train him for his first triathlon because I knew that in doing so, um, you know, other people would see that, talk to him, get the recognition and follow through. So Pat Flynn was my first person to go through my virtual training. And at the time, I didn't even know how big he was. (laughs) I just (laughs) randomly found him on iTunes. I was like, Oh, I'll reach out to this guy. And he took me up on the offer. And since then, using his name as leverage, you know, Chris Ducker's his best friend, so that was easy. John Lee Dumas knows them, so that was easy. Um, you know, Pat had lunch with a guy in Texas, and the guy's like, you know, heard you're on this fitness plan. Can you get me in touch with your um, health coach? And boom, have a guy in Texas who, you know, so um, word of mouth is the biggest, strongest marketing, you know, as you know, in the marketing world. So um, I offered my time for free, and that got me to leverage that opportunity to grow my business this is really interesting jeff because actually the podcast that i um, put live yesterday was an interview with a couple of uk marketing guys called andrew and pete and they have this phrase that they always go for the biggest domino in order to achieve something so they they were doing an online conference which was called rule breakers and they thought how can we attract speakers from across the world so what they decided to do was to go for the biggest hitter first so they actually signed michael stelzner up for their oh. conference that that was the the biggest domino in their parlance and after that it was dead easy and effectively that's what you've done here you yes. maybe by happy accident or or shrewd um thoughtfulness you've actually picked pat flynn pat flynn knows quite a lot of um, heavy hitters across the world and all of a sudden your business has, has really taken incredible direction just because of that bit of thinking that you did so i, I really like that model yeah and um i mean it was a little bit of dumb luck that he said yes right off the bat and he was the first person I asked but um, if he would have said no I just would have kept going down the line I mean as an entrepreneur it's you know no is just a word and fuels you to you're that much closer to a yes so um, no and then you know I've known Pat for 18 months now I've met him three times in person and um, you know we've grown a great friendship and bonds were literally almost like twins mm-hmm. <laughs> on so many factors um and except he's short and i'm tall but other than that um no it's um it's been great getting to know all these guys and of course a lot of us see pat flynn on youtube we hear him on his podcast we see people like chris ducker and gary vaynerchuk and all of that on youtube very busy people obviously they do a they're putting out a hell of a lot of content you're seeing them in a in a slightly different light. You're seeing them from a health perspective, from a lifestyle perspective. Is your initial impression of seeing an entrepreneur like that that, oh, my God, they've got issues that they need fixing with their health? You know, they're working so much that uh, their health is, is um, taking a, a back seat or... What, what's your initial impression of uh, when you start talking to these guys and what they need to do to maybe change their lifestyle? Well, a lot of 
um, entrepreneurs spend so much time building their business that they put their health on the back burner. Mm. And then they start to um, have self-confidence issues, whether it's going up on stage, are people going to think I'm fat? Do I look good in these clothes? Do I, you know, the confidence isn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I, you know, besides the Pat and the John, I, the other entrepreneurs I train that, you know, everyone has a different goal, but everyone also is focused on knowing that health is so important when you want to run your business. The healthier you are, the more you can get done, the more freedom in essence that you have. And that's what everyone wants is this word freedom. Mm -hmm. Well, you're not going to get that if you're sick and overweight and achy all the time and feel miserable and depressed and that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, it's my biggest goal to turn these people around. Um, my background is a lot different than most health fitness coaches. I've a degree in pre-medicine and pre-farm, plus I'm dual certified in exercise science and sports medicine. Okay. And then I've also done um, massage therapy and um, psychological therapy for three years, mm-hmm. um, coaching that. So I have a whole gambit to help anybody as opposed to just just the guys want to get big muscles right. or just the people who want to do a fad diet or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it, the whole subject of um, health and fitness is one close to my heart, obviously, as a fitness instructor as well as an entrepreneur. Re- all of this resonates with me at the same level. I mean, the sort of advice that I tried to give myself when I was a few years ago when I was working in a very big company and I had a very high-pressure job even when I had meetings back-to-back, you know, every day I would make sure that at least an hour of at lunchtime I could get myself out for a walk I had several routes around the city that I would walk and I would refuse to let my PA put any meetings in that hour you know and I was the managing director of the business now you can't you can't go out for an hour well yes I can because if, if, I'm, if, if I'm healthy I'm, be- I'm better aren't I? I ultimately I'll perform better so always you say to people you know go out for your walk don't go and buy some rubbish sandwich full of mayonnaise and, and um, carbohydrates and all sorts of gunk and sit at your desk and eat it you know get out there and have, a, have, a, have some fresh air and walk and the second thing I always like to get people to think about is some sort of stretch instead of a cardio and um, workout because again you've already mentioned a lot of people just want to pump muscles they want big muscles and and what tends to happen is they they work on the on the bulk and they don't work on the flexibility and end up getting injured later on so of course i'm a big ag- advocate of stuff like yoga and, and les mills body balance and that sort of thing and finally breathing you know a lot of people don't breathe properly very shallow breath so those were the three things that effectively got me through big corporate and of course since i left big corporate and i've set up myself as a consultant i can exercise whenever i want um which sometimes is harder than you than you think because that's where procrastination sets in so so maybe we can move on a bit from talking about the um the heavy hitting entrepreneurs that you've been um working with jeff and maybe Mm -hmm. just think about the, the people who listen to this podcast, the 80% of the people who listen to this podcast, the financial pro- services professionals, a lot of them sat behind desks, maybe working from home. They're not really getting the opportunity to exercise during the day. What are some of the things that you would recommend people do to keep themselves fit, healthy and active, even if they're office bound? Um, that's a great question. So there, here's some things that I would definitely use um, for anyone in that situation. The first would be most important is sleep and understand sleep. So your body sleeps in hour and a half intervals uh, called your REM cycle. 
And the more that you can stay in tune with your REM cycle, the more rested you feel when you wake up. So when your alarm goes off, you're popping up out of bed instead of hitting the snooze five, six, seven times. Um, so what that means is if you're going to go to bed um, at a certain time, you want to sleep for like six hours, seven and a half hours, nine hours. You want to go for that goal time. Um, that way when you wake up, you're coming up out of your light sleep as opposed to into your deep dream cycle of your REM cycle. And that's where the grogginess and the snooze and all that happens. So timing your sleep appropriately is very important. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. if you're looking to lose weight and you're anywhere over the age of 40, you want to be sleeping for that seven and a half or nine hours. Um, if you're not looking to lose weight and you know, you're busy and all that kind of stuff, aim for the six hours um, six hours of sleep, you know, if you're under the age of 40 and stuff. So you burn the most fat while you sleep, your body recovers from injuries and stress and everything while you sleep. Um, so that's the number one. Number two, while you're sleeping, you're also building up a lot of toxins. Mm -hmm. Um, that's when your digestive system breaks down all the food and things like that. So you want to be drinking a lot of water throughout the day, like 64 to 96 ounces of water a day. Um, I start with eight ounces of water with a slice of lemon in it. Mm -hmm. Lemon jumpstarts your metabolism. Um, so your body starts burning fat as soon as you wake up. And, um, I do that every single morning, um, to, you know, keep my liver clean cause your liver is very, um, impactful for your overall health. Um, then moving on from water, a lot of people like to have coffee mm. and there's <laughs> I've nothing got a wrong with a gigantic cup of coffee here on the table beside <laughs> me. <laughs> really <But> big. The, <laughs> the little biohack about coffee is the goal to have coffee is between 70 to 90 minutes after you wake up because coffee depletes your vitamin B6 and lowers your serotonin and dopamine levels, which is um, the what your body produces to have energy, you know, wake up and be alert so I, once you are past the 70, 90 minute marks of being awake, then the coffee has its full effect of, you know, keeping you alert, giving you the energy to go through. So I say for people in the morning to, you know, get ready with their normal day. Once they get to work, then start having the coffee. That's um, really interesting, actually, because I guess most people will get out of bed and maybe the first thing they do is put the kettle on and make the coffee before, yep. they, before they even do anything, have breakfast or even have their first glass of water. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the commercials and marketing and everything else, oh, drink coffee, it wakes you up. Well, yes, caffeine wakes you up, but there's so many other things that it does to your body that you want to, um, you know, maximize your brain activity in the morning and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So coffee is a always a big topic I, I speak with everybody about. And then um, for those people that are sitting at the desk, at least try to take um you know, for the walking 15, if you don't have an hour, if you have at least 15 minutes, you should go for a walk for 15 minutes a day. That will reduce the stress by 60% on your body from sitting down all the time. It will increase your dopamine and serotonin levels again. So you have that pep, that, you know, energy to talk to the next person and things like that. And then thirdly, it also expands your lungs and gravity is a bitch <laughs> and gravity when you're sitting rounds your shoulders forward. It puts a lot of pressure on your hip flexors. Um, every inch your neck is forward from your shoulders when you're sitting looking at a monitor is an extra pound of weight that's pulling down on your neck. So mm -hmm. by the time you're in your 40s and 50s, you have this like hunchback um, called keposis in your spine that, um, you know, is just 
very hard to correct and make you straight and pro- um, proper posture again. Yeah. So um, standing up just helps alleviate all that stuff. And it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be an hour. An hour would be fantastic. But even if it's for 15 minutes, that's going to make a huge difference for you. I fully agree with that. Walking to me, I mean, I like running. I like cardio classes. I like I, I like most forms of exercise. But, you know, you can walk and you can listen to podcasts or you mm-hmm. can be on the phone to people. I, I guess if you're on the phone, you you might inadvertently hunch your shoulders up, etc. And you probably don't want to do that. But walking is is just a great way of getting exercise without putting too much stress on your body and and obviously at lunchtime that's perhaps one of the best ways you can you can keep fit yeah um in america fitbit is a very popular um, electronic wearable to track how many steps you take in a day yeah and their goal is to have people walk ten thousand steps a day right now the ten thousand is significant because if you're walking ten thousand steps a day which is roughly five miles that is you burning a total of 500 to 550 calories a day yeah. so over seven days in a week you'd be burning a pound a week mm-hmm. of weight mm-hmm. so um if you can get those steps in if you get you know have a tracker if your phone tracks your steps or whatever um you know aim for that ten thousand because they know in a week you could be losing pounds so that's four to five pounds a month that you've lost just by walking. So walking is definitely beneficial. Some other really good life hacks that I do with people is going over their, you know, nutritional planning. The more convenient you have food with you that you prepare at home, the more your body knows what you're putting into it. Yeah. So, you know, I <laughs> live out of Tupperware. I always, you know, make bulk prep my meals, put them in Tupperware that way, pop in the microwave, done. Or, you know, take it out of the fridge, done. It's super easy. I don't have to think about it. I'm a very routine when it comes to nutrition because there's two kinds of people out there when it comes to food. The ones that see food as a means to an end, like the more healthier you eat, you know, the more you can enjoy your body in the mirror. Yeah. And then there's people that see food as comfort and emotional. So they eat food when they are stressed, when they need that comfort food to subside whatever's happening in their life. And, you know, try to get that mindset of food is, you know, I don't eat the most glamorous meals and they, (laughs) you know, broccoli isn't my favorite food, but I eat the hell out of it because I know how healthy it is for you. Yeah. Um, So you just got to have that mindset of, you know, enjoy everything else. I do enjoy food. My mom is from Italy, so I grew up with a very Italian background. And so, you know, I love flavor and stuff, but the majority of the week, and Ryder, this is like the biggest thing for everybody. The, my number one slogan is live life in the majority. Right. So there's seven days in a week. If you want to see any real change in your body, you have to be active and um, conscious about it at least five days a week. So you're not going to lose weight going to the gym once a week. You're not going to see any big change going for a run once or twice a week. But if you are consistent and focused, then you'll start seeing all the changes that you want to see to make yourself feel better, have that confidence, you know, feel stronger every day, things like that. I think those are really, really good tips. I love that one, live life in the majority. And again, I think, you know, a lot of people convince themselves, oh, I'm going for one run each week that's great you know i go to the gym once a week that's great i go to one fitness class each week and yeah it is a good start but three or four times building up to five times a week i think everybody should have that goal and again it's going back to what we say if if part of that is going out for your 
let's 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 make it a bit more than 15 minutes let's go for 30 the 30 right. minute the 30 minute walk at lunchtime i think should be at the top of everybody's agenda and if your boss says but you've got to be in a meeting if you're you know if you feel that you can't get away from work then you you need to start negotiating with your employers and saying look i want to stay healthy and it isn't healthy for me to be stuck in the office all day i need to get out to have that half hour that 45 minutes that 15 minutes whatever it is because ultimately that's going to be beneficial for the company because i'm a healthy person oh absolutely and actually working with humana which is a big health insurance company in the united states to work with employees to um, get them healthier to lower companies health insurance costs because it is such a major expense when employees aren't healthy and um you know and a lot of it is just people don't know you know we aren't taught in school how to live a healthy lifestyle we find out through marketing and advertising and all those people are trying to do is promote their product any which way they can you know athletes are told to drink gatorade as opposed to water <laughs> yes and that's so not the case i mean nobody needs gatorade unless you're physically running for 90 minutes straight like in a basketball game mm-hmm. or you know a three-hour football game but if you're just going to the gym going for a run you don't need gatorade you need water you need water um, yeah so the more people are educated the happier people are Great tips there, Jeff, and and a lot of those resonate with me as a fitness instructor and as a businessman and entrepreneur as well. And when people actually get themselves down to the gym, so they're they're there and in front of them there is the treadmill, the uh, the rowing machine, the elliptical, all those weights. What what sort of what sort of advice do you give people when they get into that environment? What's the best sort of thing they should be doing? Yeah, um, that's a great question. With with your body, you want to be maximizing your time because you're busy, right? So to understand exercise, resistance training will burn fat for 16 to 48 hours after you're done working out. Yeah. Cardio will burn fat for two to three hours. Mm-hmm. So what do you think is going to give you the biggest result is going to be that resistance training. Yeah. So I always tell people to, when they go to the gym, do a proper warm up, which would be, you know, a five minute walk on an incline or, you know, three minute round of jump rope or, um, you know, going for a, a quick five minute jog, anything like that, your body flowing, go into a 30 to 35 minutes, um, you know, intense workout with weights. Um, you want to, if you're looking to trim down, you want to do circuit training. Yeah. If you're looking to, um, get bigger, then you want to do a combination of, um, you know, higher strength stuff, with limited amount of rest. Um, and then for cardio, y- your top two are going to be swimming or rowing. The row machine is amazing for mm-hmm. your body. Mm-hmm. Um, so those would be your top two is very low impact on your joints, uses all the muscles all the time. And it's just great for strengthening your heart. After that, that's your choice between elliptical or a treadmill. And then after that, it's your choice between, you know, a Stairmaster and or a spin bike or whatever. So those would be my big biggest choices for people going to a gym, but definitely hit that resistance training if you want to burn fat and create more muscle. Awesome, awesome tips, Jeff. You know, we've Thanks. talked about sleeping and how important that is. We've talked about hydration. You know, don't worry about Gatorade. Just get some water, put some lemon in it, maybe a pinch of salt. Don't have your coffee straight away when you get up. Leave it at least 90 minutes. You know, even if you're walking for 15 minutes a day, that's going to help your lifestyle. It's going to help your fitness. But the one I love the most was live life in the majority. You know, do this four or five times a week, not just once, and you'll notice massive, massive changes. And get yourself into the gym. Do a bit of resistance 
training as well as the cardio and you're going to see results over the long term. Jeff, you're also an entrepreneur, even though your business is focused on fitness, you're a very entrepreneurial fitness um, professional. So you obviously take a, a, a interest in how other businesses are promoting themselves. And I always like to ask this question of people who come on the podcast, is there a, a marketing campaign or a business model that you've seen over the last year or so that's really caught your attention? And if so, what, what was it and, and what did you take from it? Yeah, the one that caught my attention was Aaron Walker's view from the top. Mm -hmm. um, he formed a community on Facebook that you buy in to be a part of the community. But then also he has um, these mastermind groups inside there that you can be a part of to you know grow that accountability, grow that um, foundation so you feel like you're not doing it by yourself. And so I'm in the process of, yes, I do my one-on-one -on -one coaching, which I'll continue and love to do, and then now trying to slowly build what I call like a group accountability training course um, where I would have people, you know, six people per call talking to a trainer, getting their questions answered um, every single week, having the trainer write them a workout plan and a nutrition plan every single week and have that community on Facebook to talk to each other because you have similar goals like losing weight or training for a triathlon or um, dealing with a injury or something like that and just help mold that model that I've seen them do with you know great success into the health and wellness side of life. I really like the accountability element of that, Jeff. All sorts of potential there for business models going forward. And, and is there a business book that's particularly caught your attention recently? Yeah. Um, Ryan Levesque has a book called Ask, A-S-K, and it's about asking your audience through surveys of how basically you can better serve them so you know when you're developing a product or service that your almost guaranteed customers are going to be in front of you. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm about halfway through that book right now and hoping to finish it this weekend. But yeah, the book, um, you know, because so many entrepreneurs just build a product thinking people are going to want this as yes. opposed to finding out who's willing to you know, pay for your product and, and where, what direction you have to go in. So definitely going to look, look that one up, Jeff. I'm hoping a lot of people who have been listening to the podcast today, be really interested in what you've been saying, take on board those tips. They might also want to get in touch with you, Jeff. So what's the best way that people should connect with you? Yeah. Um, you can go to my website, which is T B C dot fit, which stands for total body construction dot fit, or they can, um, email me Jeff at, totalbodyconstruction.com. Fantastic. Jeff, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you on the podcast today. Lots of really good ideas, all of which resonate with me as a business person and as a fitness instructor. So thanks for coming on the show. Let me wish you all the best for the future and hopefully one day we can catch up in person sometime. Absolutely, Roger. I look forward to that. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Protection and Finance Podcast. Do please look at the show notes at rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash MPAF for links to the apps and topics and books we discussed. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review on iTunes. Simply visit rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash iTunes and leave a review. If you are a provider or advisor or journalist and you have a product, campaign or business model you'd like to talk about, please get in touch. You can be the next guest on the show. And do remember, nothing we talk about on the show is financial advice of any kind. 
It's all just thoughts and opinions, okay? <laughs>